Women as One promotes talent in medicine by bringing the unique talents of women to the forefront. We believe that, as one, women can use their collective voice to change the landscape of medicine. My name is Lakshmi Tamala. I am a general cardiologist at the DCVA Medical Center in Washington, D.C. I do non-invasive cardiology here, and then I'm also really interested in medical education. I'm an assistant professor of medicine at Georgetown and GW, and I work with the residents and fellows from those institutions also. I come from a family of physicians, so I always sort of grew up around it. I always liked science. I liked working with people. In fact, I double majored in biology and psychology in college, and so um, medicine felt like a very natural fit. I don't know that there was ever a moment where I thought, this is it, the thing I'm going to do with my life. I remember being an intern, I was at NYU, and we're in the VACCU, and my fellow was explaining the concept of pseudoaortic stenosis to us, and why this patient with a low EF and, you know, calcified aortic valve needed to have a dobutamine study before we could make a care plan. And I just thought the physiology of cardiology is so cool, and it's fascinating in a way that I'm, I'm really not sure any other organ system is in the human body. So I got to the end of my intern year, and I made a list of all the medical subspecialties and all the pros and cons of each one, and cardiology had a whole lot of pros. My name is Dr. Didi Wong. I work at Henry Ford's Health System in Detroit, Michigan. I am the Director of Structural Heart Interventional Imaging at Henry Ford's Center for Structural Heart Disease, and I'm also the Medical Director of 3D Printing at the Henry Ford Innovations Institute. I actually had an interest in medicine from a younger age. My father uh, is a physician, so I had early exposure as a child, and I kind of always wanted to follow in the footsteps of a higher calling and being able to help people in need. I really liked working with the heart. It has new technologies and new therapies. As a field of medicine, there's still new innovations happening, and it's not just about textbook medicine. You can still rewrite medicine, and you can still create new options for patients. And that was something that really attracted me to cardiology. So my name is Sarah Zaman. I'm one of the interventional cardiologists at Monash Heart. Uh, Monash Heart's located in uh, Melbourne, Australia, and I also am an academic clinician with Monash University. I have to say, I haven't really thought about why I wanted to be a doctor for a long time, but it would have been established when I was in high school and when I was thinking about applying to university, so towards the end of high school. Once again, cardiology, I wouldn't even have considered cardiology during my medical years. Um, it's not something that I thought much about, but I think it's a little bit of chance as to what you do as a, as a specialty. And luckily for me, that worked out really well. So my first term as an intern, which is basically your first year out of your medical degree, I was allocated to a term in cardiology at my, at my training hospital. And in that term, it was ridiculously busy, looking after 30 to 40 patients on the ward, staying there often until 9 p.m., but I just found it incredibly challenging. I felt like I was good at it, and I received so much encouragement during that time. So most rewarding is really easy. I think definitely it's the patient care, and in particular, feeling like 
I can actually make someone better, whether that's with medications or a procedure that didn't always feel universally true to me across all the medical subspecialties. But it's one of the things that I really love about cardiology is that we really can fix a lot of the pathology that we see and make a significant improvement in the lives of the patients that we take care of. So I think that's really wonderful. The other part of my job that I find really rewarding is the med ed part and seeing residents and fellows blossom, for lack of a better word, and kind of seeing them come in, you know, into a new discipline and then learn everything and then to see them a year later or two years later and how much more information and clinical skills they've amassed. It's pretty exciting and I think it's probably universally a reason that people choose to stay in academic institutions. Problems that I see in medicine are not necessarily specialty related. One is the medical legal environment that we practice in today and I think sometimes that makes it hard to do what you think the right thing is to do as a physician. I think it's much harder almost to do nothing than to order a test or, or you know, send a patient for a study. And I have a lot of friends and colleagues who struggle a lot with prior authorizations and getting approval from insurance companies and just sort of, I think that feeling that as physicians uh, or anyone in the healthcare field really, I have the knowledge of what this patient needs, but executing that can sometimes be Difficult. Cardiology is not about a disease state. Cardiology actually integrates anatomy, physiology, and patient well-being, and is also precision medicine all built into one. It's not about one valve failing or one ventricle failing. It's how is this physiology all interplaying and balanced so that the heart as a chamber can function. But there's layers of myocardium, there's endothelium, there's muscles. There is boundless interactions that are unknown, and that's what makes cardiology so interesting as we try to develop new technologies for it. So the challenges to being a female cardiologist is not unique to being a female physician. Uh, there are very strong personalities in cardiology, uh, and traditionally there are very few females in cardiology. Finding a female mentor uh, in similar fields of interest or similar backgrounds is very difficult and there's always the concern of not being labeled as a female cardiologist but being labeled as a cardiologist and being valued for your skill set as a physician and not so much by your gender. So I think of all the cardiology subspecialties I couldn't imagine doing anything else apart from interventional cardiology. It's just, I mean, it's the most rewarding, most exciting subspecialty of cardiology. I, I mean, I really love being an, an interventional cardiologist. I knew that that's what I wanted to do by my second year of cardiology advanced training. I was doing my first on-call for STEMIs, and I remember getting the first call, 2 a.m., and I was driving into the hospital and I was just so excited that I was going in for a STEMI. And I think that sums it up for interventional cardiology. You're just on the acute edge of medicine, you're helping someone who's so critically unwell and you make such a huge difference to them. The other thing I like about interventional cardiology, I guess compared to some of the other subspecialties, I found it a little bit more about acute decision-making and a little bit more black and white, although once you get into the specialty, it becomes a little less so. But I liked just making those very quick decisions in the cath lab when you're treating a sick patient and having a clear-cut outcome. I think the other amazing thing about interventional cardiology is just all the constant advancements. So I can't imagine any other specialty which has so much research ongoing, so many technological advancements, and 
it's on the cutting edge. And so every time you go to a conference, every time you meet with your colleagues, there's always something new that's coming up and some way that you can make yourself better at your specialty. I mean, obviously, there are challenges along the way. I feel like my training for me, I, I mean, I'm an early career cardiologist now. And for me, when I was picturing how I was going to do cardiology training, how I was going to do interventional fellowships, how I was going to get my PhD and become a consultant. I guess I kind of felt like I had to rush through everything because I wanted to have everything done before I even thought about having a family. And I mean, luckily I managed to achieve that by doing a part-time PhD whilst I was doing my cardiology advanced training. So I probably finished maybe three years earlier than what my colleagues had done. But I think that sort of mentality, I mean, it's not what you have to do, but it's what I did. And I think that made it quite challenging to get everything done. I think another big challenge is being pregnant in the cath lab and also talking about pregnancy in the cath lab. I mean, that's a big challenge. And I, and I think what makes that more challenging is that you're surrounded by other male interventional cardiologists. So where I work and similar to everywhere in Australia, I was the only female fellow. There were no female interventional cardiologists and I had no other role models to look towards to see how do you actually achieve being pregnant in the cath lab. And there's not actually much literature worldwide. So I remember when I fell pregnant, I looked up all the research or the literature and felt confident that I could do it. But, you know, having a visible role model would have made it much more simple for me. Definitely, I think the leadership is a big piece of it. And I would love to see more women as full professors and as chairs and deans and CEOs and CMOs of private practices. Every time I see those breakdowns of, you know, medical school is 50% women, internal medicine residency is like 44% women, cardiology fellowship is 22 or 23% women, it just keeps getting smaller and smaller. And the drop off, I think, even between training and the leadership is more precipitous. And that kills me because I think women are good leaders. And I think there's a lot of literature that says diversity in leadership is better. Collaboration is a good way to approach leadership. And I would like to see those things recognized. So I'm really hopeful that that happens. I think I personally would love to see more women in the field. It might be that this is really the percentage of women who are interested in cardiology, but I don't personally think that's the case. I do think there are probably barriers, real or perceived, that stop internal medicine residents from choosing to apply for a fellowship in cardiology. And so I would love to see those get better. What's been most fascinating is the rise of more female medical students across the U.S. And with that, 50% of the incoming classes are female. We're seeing more females ask, is it possible to do a career in cardiology? And with our generation, we're going out and talking to these medical students and residents and showing them you can do both a career and do what you want in life, just like a man can, as long as you have support that you need in your life specifically. Well, I guess there's two things. It's what I would hope to see in 10 years, and realistically, what are we going to see in 10 years? What I would hope to see in 10 years is that we have an exponential increase in visibility of women on panels, presenting at conferences, being in key positions, like leadership positions, directors of cath labs, directors of cardiology departments. I mean, that would be my hope, and that we have more female trainees wanting to do cardiology and, and undertaking the cardiology training without any discrimination or bias against them. I guess my only concern is that based on the data over the last 10 years is that 
I'm not confident that we're going to see that unless initiatives like Women as One and the initiatives across the world, the women in cardiology groups, actually are promoting this and pushing for this. Because, I mean, the data from Australia is that there's been very little change over the last 10 years. In fact, it's stagnated. So our cardiology trainee number hasn't increased. So it's still about 21% female trainees and it hasn't changed in 10 years. So I feel like 2019 is hopefully going to be the year for where we actually start to see that trainee representation creep up.